Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi, wa man walahama ba'd. Of the akhlaq of the mu'min is one that our qari' began our recitation with today. قَدْ أَفْلَحَ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الَّذِينَ هُمْ فِي صَلَاتِهِمْ خَاشِعُونَ وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ عَنِ اللَّغْوِ مُعْرِضُونَ Those who turn away from idle talk. They're not engaged in idle talk. When I began this series, I began with the verse of Surah Al-Furqan. وَعِبَادُ الرَّحْمَانِ الَّذِينَ يَمْشُونَ عَلَى الْأَرْضِ هَوْنَا وَإِذَا خَاطَبَهُمُ الْجَاهِلُونَ قَالُوا سَلَامًا The servants of Ar-Rahman are those who walk with humility on this earth. I began the series with humility. Right after, what does Allah say? And when the foolish people try to provoke, try to start an argument, they say, سَلَامًا قَالُوا سَلَامًا in the same series of verses of Surah Al-Furqan, at the very end of the surah, Allah Azza wa Jal describes the believers as, وَإِذَا مَرُّوا بِاللَّغْوِ مَرُّوا كِرَامًا When they pass by vain talk, idle talk, they pass by with dignity, they don't get involved in that idle talk. وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ عَلِ اللَّغْوِ مُعْرِضُونَ This is of the characteristic of the believer. They monitor their tongue. They're careful in what they say. Now this talk is multifaceted because monitoring the tongue is actually many different topics altogether. But overall, the mu'min must be cognizant and aware of everything that comes from his mouth. مَا يَلْفِضُ مِنْ قَوْلٍ إِلَّا لَدَيْهِ رَقِيبٌ عَتِيدٌ Not a single word that he says except that the angels are writing it down. كِرَامًا كَاتِبِينَ يَعْلَمُونَ مَا تَفْعَلُونَ Our Prophet وسلم, was asked, what is the way to be saved? What is the path to be saved? He responded, Keep your tongue in check, number one. Keep your tongue in check. And number two, stay within your house, mind your own business. And number three, cry over your own sins. Concentrate on your own sins before the sins of other people. He began the list with, keep your tongue in check. Another man came to the Prophet and said, O Messenger of Allah, what is the thing I should be worried about the most? What's the thing that is the most scary thing? The Prophet held on to his tongue and he said, Keep your tongue in check. This is the most dangerous thing. And that's why when Mu'adh ibn Jabal said, Ya Rasulullah, Allah is even going to call us to task for what we say. Because he found this amazing or shocking or sad. Like, how are we going to you know, possibly do this? That what we say, Allah is going to call us to account for. And our Prophet said, Woe to you, O Mu'adh. And what is the primary cause of the people being taken to Jahannam? On their faces, upside down. What is the primary cause of people being dragged to Jahannam? Except the after effects of what they have said. The cause of what happens when you say something, the pain that you cause, or the ghiba, or the slander, or taking people's hukuk, or lying, or backbiting, the number one cause of going to Jahannam, the Prophet said, is going to be what the tongue, what the tongue says. And that's why we have to be so careful about what we say, and what we are, the content, and also the subject, and also the actual words that we are saying. Our Prophet said, Hadith is in Bukhari, the person who will be the closest to me on the day of judgment are the ones that have the best akhlaq. Alhamdulillah, we want to have the best akhlaq. Then he said, and the ones who will be the furthest away from me and the most hated to me, abghadhum, he even used the word bughd, the ones that I hate the most, even though they're from the ummah. He said, al-tharun, al-mutashaddiqun, al-mutafayhiqun. Those that are tharthara, 
is an Arabic word that means constantly babbling away. The ones who's constantly talking all the time about that which they shouldn't say. And al-mutashaddiqoon, the one whose words is used to demean others, sarcasm, putting people down. And al-mutafayhiqoon are the ones that are arrogant. So, you always just keep on speaking idle talk, vain talk. You shouldn't be speaking like this. By the way, has a synonym in Arabic. Most Arabs don't use this word anymore, but us Desis have taken it. It is baqbaqa. Do you use the word baqbaqa? You don't use it. You never heard it. He doesn't know what baqbaqa is. But all of us Urdu speakers, we know baqbaq. Baqbaq is a pure fasih Urdu word. I'm not joking. It is an original, asli Arabic word. goes back to ancient Arabic. And it is found in our books, earlier books. But the Arabs lost baqbaq. We kept the art of baqbaq alive. That's a joke, guys, okay? So the word baqbaq is like tharthar. It means just blabbering, constant. And our Prophet ﷺ disapproved baqbaqarna. Literally, we can say. He disapproved of those people. They speak about every matter. They have to have something to say. That's not of the akhlaq of the believer. You keep your speech reserved. You don't just keep on talking and blabbering and saying everything because that's going to get you into trouble. Ibn Mas'ud said, if anything should be put in jail, it is our own tongues. If anything should be put in jail and trapped and locked up, it should be our own tongues. That's what we need to keep in jail. So the mu'min, the one who has good akhlaq monitors what he is saying. What are some of the main things we need to monitor? Again, the, the time does not permit me, to, permit me to go into all the detail, but let's mention five or six things that we have to be especially careful about. The first one, I already mentioned a whole lecture about it, and that is lying. I already gave a whole lecture about lying. The believer does not lie, speaks the truth. Lying and slander. This is of the biggest sins of the tongue. The second we need to monitor, and this is not in any order of severity, I'm just giving the main things. The second that we need to monitor is to be involved in argumentation, constantly arguing, jadal. This is something that the Quran discourages except when it is done in the, wake, in the sake of da'wah, when you're trying to convince somebody of Islam. Otherwise, jadal, arguing constantly, always having to prove your point. This is not of the akhlaq of the mu'min. Let go, you gave your point, khalas, move on. But to always give jadal, and the Prophet said, arguing all the time, it only happens when Allah wants to misguide a people. When Allah wants people to be misguided, then they are frequently arguing amongst themselves. So the second thing we have to be careful about when it comes to our tongues is constant arguing. Number three, the Quran and Sunnah also forbid us from putting people down, making them feel bad, sarcasm. What does lumaza mean? Lamaza means to do something with your tongue that will make the person feel derogatory, denigrated. And there are people like this. Everywhere they go, we say in English, they have a sharp tongue, right? This is not of the akhlaq of the believer that you just have to poke somebody. You have to do something to make somebody feel bad. Make a sarcastic comment. Put somebody down all the time. It's not of the akhlaq of the believer. No, the believer uplifts and encourages. Doesn't put people down. So this is the third thing, is to be sarcastic. The fourth thing that the Quran and Sunnah also forbid is to remind people of your favors. To remind people of your favors. 
This is not of the akhlaq of the believer. If you've done a good deed, right? You don't rub it in the face of the person. Hey, remember I gave you a loan that day. Don't forget that. Subhanallah. That Allah says in the Quran that sometimes when you do this is going to destroy the entire uh, uh, validity or the entire reward of what you have done. So we avoid reminding people of favors. The fifth thing that we have to be careful about, one of the most common sins of the globe, ghiba and namima. And these are two separate things, but I'm putting them together. Ghiba and namima. We have to be especially careful. We don't mention, even if it is true, we say something bad that might be true about a brother behind his back, that is ghiba. And if it is said, and you hear it, then you go and tell the brother what was said, that is namima. And each is a separate sin. And each of them is a sin. We don't do ghiba and namima. We know this from the Quran. We know this from the hadith. We avoid ghiba and namima. And the last thing that I'll say, and there are many other things, the last thing that I'll mention here is of the things that we avoid is vulgar words. Speaking in a foul manner. Right? The Prophet said the mu'min is not fahish and badi. The mu'min is not somebody who uses vulgarities in their regular speech. This is not the akhlaq of Abu Bakr, Umar, Uthman, Ali radiallahu anhu. We don't speak in this manner. And I've said this multiple times. It's the akhlaq of the munafiq that when you're in common language and unfortunately our youth think this is cool. They think this is how they're going to prove their manhood. No. You prove your akhlaq via dignified speech. And there are other things as well that our tongue should not do. But overall, what is the advice that a Prophet said about the tongue? He said two very simple hadith. You can memorize it. Three words. Man samata naja. Man samata naja. Whoever remains silent shall be saved. So of the akhlaq of the mu'min, the, ak- the mu'min is not extra talkative. Because the mu'min understands that speech has a consequence and price. And that's why hadith is in Bukhari. Our Prophet said, مَنْ كَانَ يُؤْمِنُ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ فَلْيَقُلْ خَيْرًا أَوْ Whoever believes in Allah and the last day, either they, they, they say something good, or else they should choose to remain silent. So of the akhlaq of the mu'min, the mu'min is frequently silent. You will not find the mu'min, the high mu'min, the one that has perfected the akhlaq. You will not find this person to be talkative wherever they go. On the contrary, they will be reserved in speech. And the reason is not because speech is expensive. The reason is because speech generally has consequences. And the mu'min is worried about those consequences. And so the mu'min guards the speech. And the mu'min does not speak except where it is beneficial. That's why Allah said in the Quran, Allah didn't even say they don't do laghu. Allah said they turn away from laghu. They're not even a part of those conversations. And subhanAllah, brothers and sisters, how much time we waste in laghu when people come together and they just do literally bakbak, literally tharthar, literally talk, 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 talk of what benefits the Prophet said I will caution you against too much speaking without the dhikr of Allah because whoever speaks too much without dhikr of Allah those gatherings will be a source of regret on the day of judgment speaking too much for no cause it's not of the akhlaq of the believer. So be careful, brothers and sisters. Guard your tongue. Make sure you try your best to say that which is beneficial or else choose to be silent. And inshallah, we'll continue tomorrow. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Inna al-muslimina wal-muslimati wal-mu'minina wal-mu'minati wal-qanitina wal-qanitati wal-sadiqina wal-sadiqati wal-sabirina wal-sabirati wal-khashi'ina 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 wal-
والخاشعين والخاشعات والمتصدقين والمتصدقات والصائمين والصائمات والحافظين فروجهم والحافظات والذاكرين الله كثيرا والذاكرات أعد الله لهم مغفرة وأجرا عظيما